Hey y'all, it's Father Bryce. Welcome back to our daily podcast as we do the series entitled Our Family Prayer as we walk, walk through together the Our Father. Yesterday we talked about Father, which is probably the most important word in the Lord's Prayer. Like, if you didn't catch the podcast yesterday, really, I really encourage you to go back and listen to yesterday's podcast about God's fatherhood, about how God has adopted you and me as his sons and his daughters. That, that's the mystery, like that we have been adopted by God. We have been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have become children of God in Jesus. We started with Father because it's probably the most important word in the Our Father, but of course it's not the first word. The first word is Our. So I have a question for you. Where is it most proper to pray the Our Father? Of course, we pray the Our Father anywhere. We pray the Our Father as we say in our rosaries while we're driving. We pray the Our Father perhaps when we hear an ambulance or a, a fire truck or a police car pass to intercede for the people who need our help. Pray the Our Father before we go to bed and when we get up in the morning. And we should do that. We should pray. We pray the Our Father all the time. But where is the most proper place to pray the Our Father? The most proper place to pray the Our Father is in the liturgy. What is liturgy? Liturgy literally means, it's Greek, and it means public worship or the worship of the people gathered together. Laos means people and Aragon means work. The, the liturgy, the liturgy, the work, the right worship that God's church offers to God, that the bridegroom offers to the bride, that the sons and daughters offer Offer to the Father together. Liturgy is public worship. Liturgy is official worship in the church. And so when we come together for Mass, that's our most important liturgy, we always, always, always pray the Our Father. When I go to the hospital, to someone's bedside to anoint them before they die, we pray together with the family, this little bit of the church gathered together, baptized, so that we can say, Father, we say, Our Father, together in the liturgy. When someone is baptized, y'all, this is really cool. When we baptize a baby, the last thing that we do, if the baptism is outside of mass, like it often is, the last thing that we do is the baby and the mama and the daddy and the parent and the nanny, they come into the sanctuary, like, like right in front of the altar. And nobody's allowed to go there. You shouldn't just like walk up into the sanctuary at church. That is the Holy of Holies. That is where the sacrifice of Calvary is represented. The priest goes up there. The acolytes who assist the priest go up there. But you just don't go into the sanctuary without preparing yourself. Even I, as, as a priest, I put on the vestments before I go into the sanctuary. And while the prayers are not required, I most of the time pray the prayers of the putting on the vestments, the vesting prayers, to go into the sanctuary. The acolytes, they wear cassocks and surplices or they wear albs to show that they are engaged in an official ministry in the church, that they have been baptized. That's what the white is about. It's a sign of baptism. And that they have prepared themselves to enter into the sanctuary. So nobody just goes into the sanctuary in front of the altar willy-nilly. You don't do that. But at a baptism, the last thing is that the baby along with the mama and the daddy and the parent and the nanny, 
come up into the sanctuary. They get to walk into the Holy of Holies. And we together, for the first time, with these babies as Christians, we together, authentically for the first time, are able to pray on behalf of these babies and our own behalf, because we've been baptized. Our Father who art in heaven. If an adult is being baptized, the Our Father is actually written out and presented to them. I Last year, or year before last, um, we, we, we actually hired somebody, a, a dear friend, to write out in calligraphy the Our Father. And we had it written out and we had copies made and we actually put it in a frame and physically like presented the, the Our Father to our catechumen who was coming into the church. Why? Because she hadn't been baptized yet. She couldn't authentically call God her Father. But, but as we welcomed her into the church, as Jesus Christ in His church imparted to her the grace of becoming an adopted daughter of God, then she could say, with the whole rest of the church, our Father who art in heaven. But we actually, we don't just pray the church when we're doing sacraments. Uh, excuse me. We don't just pray the Our Father when we're doing sacraments in the church. We pray the Our Father also when we pray the liturgy, the hours. The church provides us with the praying of the Psalms and, and other prayers from the Bible five times a day, maybe six or seven if you're a, a cloistered monk. But every priest, every monk, every nun, every sister, every brother, every deacon, every consecrated virgin praise this liturgy of the church which is made up of psalms and of prayers and all of these people except in very exceptional circumstances at least pray morning prayer and evening prayer and at the end of morning prayer what what do we say at the end of morning prayer the our father and at the end of evening prayer what do we pray the our father So the church, since the very beginning, there's this ancient document called the Didache, which tells us that from the very beginning, Christians would pray the Our Father three times a day. And and the church does. The church, I, I pray for you. I pray for you three times a day. Actually, I pray for you six times a day or seven times a day, but three times a day as I am praying for, for you, I pray the Our Father. In the morning with morning prayer, at Mass, in the Mass, and then in the evening with evening prayer. And the liturgy, the hours, is for those of us who are celibate for the kingdom and are live perfect and perpetual continence. But it's also for you. You, any layperson, can pray the liturgy, the hours. And in fact, the church at the Second Vatican Council encourage that. Okay, we pray the Our Father a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. What is the takeaway? The takeaway is that it ain't just about me and Jesus, y'all. Look, I, I sit alone with Jesus for, for about an hour every day, most days. I, 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 of course, we must, must, must have a deep and personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That is not an option for a Christian. A personal relationship with Jesus Christ is not optional. If you're Catholic, if you're Baptist, if you're Methodist, if you're Evangelical Christian, every single Christian is called to a deep and personal relationship 
with Jesus Christ. But that deep and personal relationship is lived in the church. God calls to himself a church from the Old Testament. You don't see it in English, but if you read the Old Testament in Greek, you would see that the church is present in the people of Israel. That's why we did the whole our family story thing. How do we get to be part of this family that God chose? Because we're the church. And in the Bible, in the Old Testament, in Hebrew, it's kahal. That's translated into Greek as ekklesia. And in the New Testament, you know what the word is? It's the same word. It's ekklesia. Matthew 16, for example. You're Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, my ekklesia. Y'all, we are part of the body of Christ. Y'all, we are members of a community. Y'all, you are not alone. Let me say that again. You are not alone. You have brothers and sisters to help you. If you feel alone when you come to Mass, if you feel alone in your prayer, remember our Father. The most proper place for the Our Father is in the liturgy, in the public worship of the church, where we are together glorifying God, and where we are together being made holy by God. Our Father. If you've ever felt alone or, or abandoned in the church before, and, and if, if that was anybody, anybody else's fault, like, I'm sorry. And I invite you to come back. Really, I, I invite you to come over to Holy Cross. If you've ever felt alone or abandoned or or not part of the we, not part of the hour in the church, I I really do. Um, We're we're not perfect. We're a bunch of sinners. I'm a sinner. Um, I don't have anybody here at Holy Cross who's not a sinner, and and I'm the first one to say that I'm a sinner, but but we're going to try, and we're going to do our best to love you, to care for you, to welcome you into our community. Hey, and if you do come to church, whether it's at Holy Cross or whether it's at any, whether it's anywhere else, hey, let's remember the hour of the Our Father. Like when somebody like comes to the mass or walks in the doors, and um, well, let's let's tell them hello and give them a smile. If, if they look like they might not have been here for a while, well, let's not be overbearing. Let's give them their space, but let's legitimately help them. Let Let's not go sit on the edge of the pew, but let's scoot in a little bit and let. Let people come and like, like sit next to us. This is our father's house. We are together his children. Let's, let's welcome, let's welcome anybody who's willing to live the Christian life. Uh, Peter uh, at Pentecost, it was Pentecost and the Holy Spirit had come upon the apostles and Peter's telling everybody the story of Jesus, the history, the reality of Jesus. And and they said, all right, what must we do to be saved? And he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you. And 3,000 people were baptized that day. Anybody who's willing to repent and to be baptized is welcome here. I want to preach the gospel to everybody. Because our Father desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. If you've ever felt alone, and if you're a Christian, hey, remember like that you're not alone, but the saints in heaven that are with you, that we Catholics, we Christians on this earth, like, hey, we're, we're with you. And uh, 
And, and if you felt alone, hey, come on by. And, and we're going to try to do a whole lot better of a job uh, welcoming you in, into this community. So long as you're willing to repent, because uh, we all got to do that. Me too. Uh, so long as we're willing to repent, we want to do this together and truly live as sons and as daughters of our Father. See you tomorrow. God bless you.